All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, it's my understanding that Jordana was going to do one hour of the show from Spain, either today and tomorrow, so I would just leave right now, and then she can take it away from here. <laughs> so go ahead, Jordana. Good to talk to you, and I'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just rousing from my siesta. Ah, yes. And I'm sorry. Who are you again? Right. It's an, I'm Mr. Scumbag. A caller called me a scumbag on the radio no. today. So. Well, why? What'd you do? Uh, well, I was talking about, and obviously we are dealing with this tragic news that you know about, uh, what happened in Burnsville, about two police officers and a firefighter being shot and killed. Uh, so we spent the first half hour talking about uh, just the tragedy, and somebody wanted to make a political oh. statement about Derek Chauvin, and I wasn't having it, so he called me a scumbag. But I, I, Good for you, Adam. I digress. I, uh, but um, obviously... We'll continue to talk about that, and I know you. But but we obviously want to keep it light too when we can. And I I've only seen the one photo of you from Madrid wearing the Real Madrid scarf. Uh, how are the, how is how is the trip? How has the trip been? Let tell tell me about uh, Madrid, Spain. Adam, I am so I have no expectations because I've never been to Spain before, so I had no expectations. Madrid, Spain is such. An effervescent, beautiful, clean, vibrant city that I, I wasn't sure what to expect, but it is always bustling. There are people yeah. on the streets at 3 a.m. Um, my children have walked around there coming home from clubs. I feel very safe here. People are kind. Um, not everybody speaks English, so it's very helpful to know Spanish. Thank God my children are Spanish speakers. Mark and I are useless. Useless, but it is, it is such a, there's a, a cafe after cafe seating area and, and like, you know, open squares. And then these beautiful, as you know, from being in Europe more than I cobblestone streets or brick streets that, you know, weave in and out that are tiny alcoves or big promenades. It's just Madrid goes and, and it goes on and on and on forever. We were, we took a day trip today to Toledo. Mm, yes, I've been there. Another, that's a beautiful, yes, beautiful it is. city very picturesque but you know there's one central area like i'm glad we just did one day in toledo because we were done then you know we we were finished with toledo and anxious to get back to madrid because we couldn't spend enough time here to see the whole city so it is it's beautiful people are kind uh, we feel safe uh, the food is amazing i was just finishing up some leftover paella after mm, my siesta yes and we, and shockingly, many many restaurants offer vegan dishes. So Mark and I have had no problem at all trying to order food. I love that. I was going to ask you, what have you been eating? Because I know one of my favorite things to eat there is is the ham, and you're obviously not eating the ham. So, mm-hmm, but I tell me, not. but paella is wonderful. Uh, tell me about what else. Yeah. Uh, what are the vegan options for for the Spanish? Oh gosh. All of the things that they would offer, like in America, of course, there's, you know, those impossible burgers and whatnot, but they always have a, a Spanish flair to them, which is really lovely. So whether it's the spices or it's the, uh, you know, like in like a, like a paella, they'll make, you know, vegetarian, which is nice. It's normally with 
seafood or a lot of meat, which is really nice. So uh, it, anything you can imagine um, Spanish-wise, you know, like lots of rice. Uh, it, it, I'm, I'm trying to think, babe, what else have we been eating? Like, the, oh, and all, also the baked goods here are amazing. And I don't know if that's because in just Europe, they are so much better. But Mark has been going out and getting fresh pastries yeah. at this little, it's called a patisserie, that's French, uh, whatever it's called in Spanish. My French is still better. Uh, right next door to our Airbnb. Uh, and and they every morning they are astounding. So that's been really fun too. You took uh, you were assisted by DJ in getting an Airbnb. Tell me, did he uh, did he come through for you? Did you pick a good spot? He came through huge. Even Marley said Marley lives sort of across the river. It's just one metro stop. We, oh, and that's it. We've also been taking a lot of public trams because that's how she gets around. So we got you know for four days or five days, however long here, we got unlimited subway and bus passes. And even my little ones know how to navigate it. It's all hooked up to Google Maps. Mm-hmm. You just say where you want to go. It tells you what train to take, what bus to take. Everybody uses public transportation. I can't imagine driving a car here because the streets are so narrow. So I just I wouldn't feel comfortable. But uh, and I drive in New York City, but here I would be terrified. But the public transportation, it's clean. Every it, it, you know everybody uses it. So that's been and it's easy to navigate. So we felt very safe here. Uh, What else did you ask me about my Airbnb? Oh, it's in uh, Plaza Mayor, and it is right in the city center. uh, Well, one of the many city centers of Madrid. It's really beautiful. We live uh, across this little river, which is the only body of water in Madrid. Um, But hers is much more residential. And look, she needed to live there for five months. You know, we're just staying so we could spend a little more on Airbnb. Um, But it's right in the heart of everything. You walk outside, you're in the middle of the action. There was like a pop-up flea market Sunday morning right next to where we were. So uh, David did a great job finding us an Airbnb. You mentioned your daughter, the reason you're there. Uh, Is she excited to see you? Are you getting on her nerves? Is she ready for you to return to the United States? How has it been? We, We were finding the Airbnb and all of a sudden we heard the screams of my oldest from down the block because she has been let off by the bus and she saw us outside. So she uh, was so excited, so excited that she's been staying at the Airbnb with us, which has been amazing. Um, she actually went to school today. We, the four of us did Toledo on our own because she has class. Mm-hmm. So she went to school today. So she is coming. My littles just went to go, my little, the younger two, they're not so little anymore. They just went, uh, bus metroed over to the university to um, see her campus and pick her up and bring her back here for our last dinner because we have to hop on a flight for about 3 a.m. this morning. We have to leave, unfortunately. But no, we haven't gotten sick of each other because she wants to show us so many things. You know, when you're, you, she's been here about a month. And you know when your parents come for visiting day, or you want to show them all the sure. things. Yes. So she, she's been so exuberant. That's her personality. She's been really excited about Madrid. She's loving Madrid. And we, we too, we love this city. Adam, I can totally see why Americans come here. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful place to live, very manageable, and um, just it's a, a walkable city. It's, it's, it's a great experience. So they have class today, so they don't celebrate uh, President's Day like we do in, like we do in America and have the day off. So I'm surprised. Like uh, you'd think Spain would do, you know celebrate the American presidents. They don't care about our yeah. American president. Marley does say she says the Spaniards love Trump because they love him. Really? I'm like, really? Yeah. Her landlord before them gave them the key. 
said to them, who are you voting for? And they didn't want it because it's not Trump. So they didn't really want to tell him because <laughs> they didn't want him to hold it against it. I said, do they just love him because he's a clown and, and, you know, it makes the news and it makes them laugh? She goes, I'm not sure. But, Mom, I don't get into conversations about it with them because it's insane. They love him. Wow. Well, that's a show. I know. You know what? Maybe all the maybe us in the leftist media reporting it wrong that the world does want Donald Trump back. It's it's I think they just want funny news where Ah. they can look at and say, oh, it's not just us. The Americans are screwing it up also. (laughs) Uh, Best (laughs) thing is so the best thing you've seen uh, so far in your short trip, obviously, but uh, best thing you've seen. Yeah, it is. It has. Oh, my gosh. Best thing we've seen in the short trip. Um, I mean, the soccer game was really fun, and oh, you we didn't go to the you we actually, didn't go to the arena. Oh. No, 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 we didn't go to the arena. The tickets, by the way, were two hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yeah, ticket. yeah. So we weren't doing that; it was too expensive. But we went to a pub. We went to a pub that one of their roommates uh, was with, or, or suggested, and the roommates came with us, which was really fun. And it was fun. It was. They explained the soccer to me, the football. Excuse me. Yes. And that was fun to watch. But I'll tell you this. One of the greatest experiences we had, there's a giant park with a man-made body of water. It's the only one in in Madrid. It's near the government buildings because Madrid is the capital of Spain. Mm -hmm. So we were sitting in the park uh, with, we we were walking through the park and we sat down to, I don't know, have a cappuccino or a gelato or something. Yeah, it's sort of like Central Park, of green space, because there's not a lot of green space in other parts of Madrid. It's very um, cobblestone-y. Yep. So cobblestone, all of a sudden, yeah. cobblestone, that's a technical <laughs> yes. Spanish term yes. for Madrid. Um, I said, Marley, that girl looks a lot like your roommate. And she goes, that's because it is. So there were other friends on like a study abroad trip. Some were studying in Milan. Some were studying in Barcelona. They were visiting Madrid for the weekend and visiting the roommates and maybe 10, 10 12 kids. Then gather around and we all sat in the park and drank coffee or beers and all got to know each other. And it was such like a European, even though they were Americans, experience to just be like hanging out in the park in the middle of the day, getting to know each other. And it was really beautiful. The Spanish lifestyle is something to be uh, envied. They, the, the fact I remember the first time I went there, the fact that like I was at a restaurant at like one in the morning and there were families yeah. everywhere. It was just crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and they sleep in and like, I love it. I mean that we should we they sleep in and yes. they siesta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sto- mm-hmm. stores don't, don't open until the afternoon, stores. right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, not everywhere. Marla, sometimes they're open, but many do yeah. siesta. And um, and you're right about the late night dinners. Like normal reservation is nine nine thirty, mm-hmm. you know, to go and eat late night dinners, and then the kids are at the clubs till all hours of the night. And even my kids were like, "Mom, we walked home, they, you know, back to the Airbnb. They felt totally safe." I something about this living is being done right here, and it's it's a beautiful thing to experience. Uh, you'll be disappointed to know this. I just Googled it because I was hoping to uh, steer you in the right direction. But the bullfighting season does not begin until March, so you're not going to be able to attend any bullfights in February. Uh, yeah. I, know, I know you would have yeah. loved to have been to it at a, at a bullfight. Yeah. yeah. that's. A, but also, you know, Adam, I don't like to sugarcoat anything. So yeah. I want people to know, especially people maybe who have had an illness or something in their life that was a setback, um, the, the time difference has been very hard on me. Mm-hmm. The, sure. the, it's like a seven hour difference. Yep. So that's been a real challenge, especially because we have such a short trip, you know, only five days right. or so. And all of the walking, which we have been doing, and I've been doing my best to 
to keep up, but it's been more of a challenge mm-hmm. since I've been sick. So no sugar coating. I just like it's taken everything out of me to get through the days. But I, I want to do it, of course. I, you know, I want to be with my family and my husband and, and experience Spain. But it's not as easy um, or as it used to be. Yeah. Well, that's that's very. I don't want to end you. That's, yeah, I don't want to leave you on a bad note. I just want to be really real with the listeners that it it hasn't been easy. It's you know the, with the jet lag and the yeah. and the um, you know just the recovery, but it, it's been a, an amazing experience. But physically, for me, it's been hard. But you did it. But you did it. Yeah, and that's what counts. We're doing it. Man. Yep. Yeah, we love it. Well, we miss you here. Uh, yeah, we'll, we miss you here, but uh, safe travels uh, as you uh, make your way back to the United States. And thank you so much. I know when you're out on vacation, the last thing you want to do is check in with me, but I appreciate the time. No, I do. Yeah. So you haven't got us fired yet. You're still on the air. Still on the air. Noted scumbag, still on the air. And uh, we'll, uh, hopefully I'll be here when you get back, but you never know. So if, if, <laughs> if, if I'm not, have fun. <laughs> Good luck. Well, Godspeed to the two of you. Yes. All right. Thank you, Jordana. Bye, guys. Jordana Green from uh, Madrid, Spain, one of the beautiful European cities. Uh, yes. Uh, if you get a chance to go to Spain, go to Spain. Because usually it's very, very reasonable, reasonably priced country. Yes. Both to get there and to, and to um, spend money and there. spend money there. Yeah. Every time, I mean, it's not all the time, but you know, if I get back from a European city or a vacation somewhere, I tell Jordana the public transit is great, the yeah. street life is right. great, the food is great, and she just kind of goes shocked. Yeah, whatever. she just kind of goes, yeah, eh, yeah what? I was like going right over her head, and then sure enough, yeah. she goes to Can Spain. You believe it? I can't believe yeah. the street life yes. and the food. And I go, yeah, I've been telling you that for 10 right. years and you didn't listen there is something very liberating though about figuring out the public transportation system in a different country uh, yes because once you figure that out the world is your oyster you have uh it's just and nowadays with apps and stuff it's very easy to it's do it's not difficult yep uh eleven twenty three news talk 830 wc i felt like she was like laying the groundwork for an excuse too. like i need another day when she gets back which you know what who cares <laughs> we'll see uh, she's supposed to be back wednesday yes. we'll see Eleven twenty three on cco 11.27, uh, we'll uh, check in with another WCCO host who's in a different location coming up in about 10 minutes from now. Jason DeRussia, Jason and Dan Cook, his producer, down in Florida for spring training. Twins, I think, had to work inside yesterday. A little rain down in the area. We'll get a little weather report from J.D. down at Fort Myers. And Frank will get his uh, reaction to what's happened in Burnsville. And he's obviously got tough duty because he's down there to, you know, obviously be with the Twins, cover the Twins. We are the Twins station. But he's also uh, has to cover uh, what's happened in Burnsville. And it's a delicate balance, just like with any show. I mean, we don't want to completely talk about it nonstop. But obviously there's important information we want to get out and also – Getting your reaction to it, which was kind of the point of uh, the show this morning, letting people vent, um, which is always really part of the reason we do what we do, too, give you an opportunity to you know sound off on things. I just want to address one thing here because we got this text earlier, and I've seen variations of it. Hey, Adam, why is WCCO not reporting on who shot these three individuals in Burnsville? Seems very odd. He has an interesting background. Public should know. If you want to find out the name of uh, the suspect involved, there are, uh, I think, outlets reporting his name. And that's those publications' choice to, to publish it. But to suggest it's somehow sinister, nefarious, if we're somehow hiding something because we're not doing it, 
is completely false. Uh, there's no motive to do that. Secondly, there are just ethical boundaries and rules of journalism that, again, have some sometimes have changed over the years or sometimes are flexible depending on the story. But one of those is is to uh, wait for official notification from the Hennep- in this case the Hennepin County Medical Examiner before you report that. Not that we're hiding anything or purposely trying to prevent the public from knowing that information. Because that's going to be a huge part of the story for days to come. And if you're hoping for that, uh, why did this happen answer, we, n- we never get that. But we can find out how it was allowed to happen maybe or what was the status of the guns in this house? Were they obtained legally, illegally? Those are all valid questions that need to be answered and will be. And it's certainly not something that, that's not a conversation we're going to avoid. As much as you want to think that we are, or because somebody tells you that because station has certain views one way that they would, this is some part of some narrative or agenda is just not the case. And I know many of you listening to me right now still don't believe that even after I say that. Then I can't help you. I don't know what else to say. It's 1130 on News Talk 830 WCCO. Our friend and yours, Jason DeRussia from Fort Myers. Up next, Fort Myers right here on your home of the Twins, WCCO. Uh, It is partly cloudy and 64 degrees where our next guest is, Jason DeRussia, host of the uh, 3 to 6 in Fort Myers, uh, covering Twins baseball. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. How are you, sir? I mean... Is it impolite to complain about the slightly no. cooler weather no. in Florida? No, it's because it's at, you, you go to Florida for for the weather, and if it's not up to snuff, Correct. up to snuff. Well, that's a very young man sounding term. Uh, uh, well, it's a little <laughs> not up to snuff. Yes, sunny. thank you, uh, uh-huh. Sunny Jim. Uh, no, you can complain about it. Now, yesterday, oh, I mean, I'm not going to complain. Yesterday it poured. Yeah, and we got in late last night. So, so we missed most of the rain, but when it, when the rain came down, it did affect the twins. They brought their whole, you know, spring training day indoors. And this morning, when we were over at Hammond Stadium, same deal. Like the bull, uh, sort of the bullpen area was pretty drenched. So, you know, they, they're they're just not equipped, really. You know, uh, to handle an inch and a half of rain in a day, which is what they got yesterday. Yeah. So, mo- most of the workout. Uh, going on today is is batting cages, meetings, that sort of thing, just because it's not an ideal day uh, to be out in the field. The sun is trying to peek through. I'm on Fort Myers Beach right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, partly cloudy. The sun is working, yeah. uh, but not quite breaking through today. 
Uh, we will get to more uh, baseball coverage, but obviously with what's happened up here, it's something that uh, is a delicate balance for you because obviously you're down there because we're the twin station right. and we cover twins baseball, but you obviously yeah. cannot ignore what's happening back here. Awful. Uh, awful. Right. And I think you and I both maybe yesterday were feeling kind of that pull of, you know, we're in new roles as talk show hosts, but we both come from a journalism right. background, and you cannot right. help right. but try to be involved in searching for information and just being through those situations before heartbreaking, tragic stories. Yeah. I, I assume you yeah. felt the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, there are enough people out on social media who follow you or me because we. Uh, you know, used to report the news. So when something like this happens, you want to be a resource for people. I think it is, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's an interesting sign of our time that people cannot wait two hours before making their partisan hackery yes. known. Yes. Like, just take a second and mourn right. and hug your own family and be grateful for the first responders. But you've got, you know, everybody's so quick to try to make their point when we didn't even really know what had happened. So that's a little frustrating, I think, but you know, it is, this is, this is who we are as a people today. Like everything is political. Yep. Uh, everything is partisan. And, uh, and I'm not one to say like, well, you know, it's too soon to talk about gun control. No, we can talk about yep. policy whenever whenever you want. Right. Whenever you want. There's no, like, you need to wait. Like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about domestic violence. How about that? Yep, let's absolutely. talk about, you know, all of those things. No problem. But the, the fact that people want to so quickly and simply, like, try to blame this on anyone other than this absolute monster who did this uh, is a little disgusting to me. How much of your show today uh, will you, you discuss it? Yeah, you know, that's something we've been talking about down here. I think, you know, last year when we were down here, the big story was 20 inches of snow back in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we're, we're going to start our show talking about it. We're uh, working to line up some guests to help us uh, put it in perspective. Yeah. So we'll have a good balance of, of the latest on Burnsville, and I know we're still waiting for some official updates and uh, getting into more of the the story behind the person who did this. Right. So so that's, you know, that'll be part of the equation. You try to balance it out, yep. right? But, yep. you know, no matter where our shows are, if we're in Florida, if we're in Chicago, it doesn't matter. Like, yep. we're always going to still be talking about the big the big things that, that our listeners are interested in. A texter's coming through again. Glad to hear Jason is having bad weather in Florida. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I always feel this way, too. That is the correct response. That is the, the correct response. Right on. Yes. Like, when I leave town, I want, it, I want your weather in Minnesota be to be terrible. absolutely miserable. Yes. Yeah. You don't want yep, to... And I don't feel bad about it. And you should all be celebrating the fact that I have a light jacket on right now. Like, <laughs> yes. that's a major right. L for oh. me. How is uh, Margaritaville? Uh, you live. Uh, well, that's I, where I'm, I am right now. I'm envisioning like nonstop conga lines. It's it's. Uh, there are a lot of people playing uh, cornhole. Yeah. There's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of Jimmy Buffett esque music oh, playing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I gotta say, like, it's pretty unbelievable. Like this thing, the story behind this resort 
It's some local. It's a couple of local guys from Wilmer who actually are the developers. Oh, really? Us. Wow. And and so they they started working on this project like eight years ago, and then COVID comes. They're like, oh my gosh! Like, is anyone going to travel right. again? Like, what's yep. going to happen? And then Hurricane Ian. Yeah. So this, you know, Fort Myers Beach here is uh, in rough shape. I mean, the hurricane wiped out most of the old, you know, everything along the shoreline. So this place was really the first. There's a lot of hope that this resort will be sort of like the linchpin for the rebirth of this area. Mm. Uh, it's it's sort of amazing that they're open, but like they were under construction when the hurricane hit, but not too much, and it was all under the old. Uh, under the new hurricane-proof building codes, so they they were in okay shape here, and now it's it's a big resort, a couple of pools, three or four restaurants, a spa. It's quite quite an operation. And getting that Margaritaville title, I know, is probably a, probably an expensive undertaking, but a beneficial <laughs> beneficial thing. Oh to yeah, uh, Jimmy, be say that, that was, say yeah. say what you will about the late uh, Jimmy Buffett, the marketing uh, machine. Oh is brilliant. something incredible. And he, just based off a song and a lifestyle, uh, it's brilliant. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think he made more money on other things uh, than that one song, right? Like the clothing, yeah. the, just all the stuff. It's pretty smart. And I got to say, like, there are way more people than I expected. This is a pretty new resort. And because, you know, this area is still trying to recover from uh, the hurricane, you just don't know, like, what's the turn. But uh, Twins baseball, and I think the Boston Red Sox are down in this area too. Correct. The spring training is a major deal down yep. here for them to try to try to get some business, get some tourists, and that's yeah, pretty. It's a pretty big deal. So uh, you're down there all week. What kind of? Sh- I mean, you talk to players, managers, yeah, Twins, so uh, all of the above, all of the things. We were up early this morning. Went to the Twins Clubhouse. We talked to Pablo Lopez today. We talked to Carlos Correa. We talked to Royce Lewis. So we'll have those interviews. We're going to do, uh, we're going to do, uh, Pablo today and we'll kind of play those interviews back over the week. And then Dave St. Peter will join us today, the Twins president at, uh, 3.30. And we'll have, you know, Joe Polad tomorrow, Derek Falvey. So we'll have all of that. And then our show Friday will actually, actually lead up to twins baseball at five o'clock how about that how about so that? we'll be and we're going to be live uh from margaritaville <laughs> why not come on margarita so in hand right i mean come on you gotta live the lifestyle i will be blitzed no question <laughs> no question about it are you a fan <laughs> of Mar- you are do you like margaritas because I do like margaritas. I do too. It's very under underrated drink. I like the like the jalapeno infused margaritas with oh, it. you get a little spice oh, yeah. or habanero uh, with your margarita. Pa- Pajarito has a great one. Yes, uh, they do. Yes, they do. Margaritas oh, with it. you get a little spice oh, yeah. or habanero uh, with your margarita. Pa- Pajarito has a great one. Yes, uh, they do. Yes, they do. Very nice. Uh, do you the like habanero. your frozen or on the rocks? Mm, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. the, the correct answer is yes. I prefer, though, like if you've never, like margarita is one of the easiest drinks to make yeah. yourself. And if you just make it, you know, not using like the. The Jose Cuervo, the Jose Cuervo no. mix. <laughs> no, right. 
<laughs> no, there are some good mixes out there that use like honey or agave or something other than just high fructose corn syrup. But you can do it at home just with, uh, you know, a little sugar, a little simple syrup and off you go. Very good. Daiquiri and margarita, two very underrated cocktails, I would say. Yeah, not with you on the daiquiri. I'm not. Uh, You're anti-daiquiri? I'm anti-daiquiri. I just got to say. Um, I like the margarita. Let me make you, let me make you a daiquiri. Okay. I will change your I will mind. Take I, will your, change I, will, your mind. I will take you up on that offer. <laughs> um, so uh, Dan Cook is with you. Dan just totally geeking out, I would imagine. Dan is a hardcore Twins fan. Dan also is like an old school twins type journalist. Yeah. So he keeps it together. Yep. But I know inside he's like a little child. Yes. Just full of joy. So it's pretty good. I had like this was a little ethical conundrum for me. My my uh well, I don't want to say who, but a relative <laughs> asked me if I would bring a baseball and try to get Byron Buxton to sign it yeah. for, for for a kid, for his kid. And uh, that's acceptable no. for you to do. Is it? Yes. I don't know. You're not I'm a not Sid Hartman. I mean, I don't know if this is. But you're not a you're not a baseball scribe, so I think you can you can you can clear you can Am be you can be a fan and you can you, you can be a fan. If, if, I don't know. Like, I don't it think seems so. a little easy. I th- All right, I think you can. I think right, you, that's well, okay. All right, you've given me permission. Yeah. Uh, thank if you. I so- get kicked out of the clubhouse, I'm blaming you. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> uh, enjoy the week. Uh, hopefully, uh, again, a tough duty today, trying to balance both, yeah. but I know you'll yeah. handle that. But uh, we look thank forward you. to uh, the uh, broadcast all week, and can't believe we've got Very a game good. already on the radio Friday, so it's exciting. I know. How about that? Yep. All right. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Jason. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.